0: Hey there, spooksters, and welcome to this week's episode of Three Spooked Girls. It is your gal pal Jessica, and I am joined by my favorite movie companion, Tara. Hey, spooksters! This week we're doing something a little different. It is Friday night, the week before May third, May third. You know, before (laughs) May fourth, which is you know Star Wars Wars Day. Day. So now that you know that we're we're Star Wars fans, (laughs) um, (laughs) so we just finished watching Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, which is the new Ted Bundy movie, and it has one of the hottest millennials of all time, Zac Efron, and Tara and I's waters run deep for the man because we have been a fan of his since High School Musical. Yes, for
1: over a decade now. (laughs)
0: Tara and I used to make fun of the dance moves that he does in the second one, (laughs) which is funny because there was that meme that came out where, like, Mm -hmm. he's running around Colorado. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So we just watched it, and this is going to be our reaction to it and kind of our review of it. So I'll let you know. There's a ton of spoilers if you, you know us. If we're reviewing something, we're talking about it in detail. So just... If you didn't want to hear about it before watching it, go watch it and come back.
1: Yes, or let's tread on through. No big deal. But we do have some exciting news that developed yesterday, but we announced today. What is the exciting news, Tara? Well, we officially are now sponsored by Audible.
0: (gasps) What? I'm excited.
1: Yes, and now you're probably like, what does that mean? well this means a lot of good things for you guys so basically what it means for you guys are spooksters audible is going to go ahead and give you a free audiobook download and wait there's more what more a free 30-day trial so you can check out everything else that they have to offer
0: that's fantastic
1: right it's super easy go to the show notes. We'll have a link there for you. Or if you're listening and you want to just type it in, it is www.audibletrial.com slash three spooked girls. They're honestly super amazing. They have over 180,000 titles to pick from, and you can listen on all kinds of devices on your iPhone, on Android, Kindle. There's some comedy series on there now, all kinds of good stuff. Ooh. Yeah. And come on, who doesn't like free? So yeah, super, super excited. Check the show notes. And again, our link is audibletrial.com
0: three spooked girls. Yeah. I'm excited for that because I love Audible.
1: Mm hmm. Yes, I'm addicted to, like, listening to stuff, so when it's not a podcast,
0: it's an audiobook.
1: I was <laughs> saying, and obviously
0: our listeners like listening to things. Yes, so
1: we thought that'd be something to share with you guys. Definitely. But anyways, so, hello if you're new here.
0: Hi. You gotta say
1: hello to the new listeners. How's it going? We have all of our fun stuff in the show notes for you, so all of our social medias, if you want to come hang out, we'd love to know your thoughts on this movie. Mm-hmm. Since pretty much everybody's watching it right now, uh, you can check us out on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And then we also have our Patreon, of course, and that is just patreon.com slash 3 girls. Now, since this was a very impromptu recording, like literally just finished the movie, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you guys, I'm literally drinking coffee right now because <laughs> it is... 840 for me 940 for Jessica
0: at night (laughs) I have orange soda oh
1: nice I have to show you my mug because this kind of depicts my feelings it says I can't even (laughs) I can't even oh my god this
0: movie this movie
1: yes so yeah let's get fucking started
0: Oh, they can't see me dancing.
1: No, Jessica's dancing, but we're super excited. Okay, I'm going to start out because I have to say this because I've already said it to Jessica like six times. (laughs) Everyone has the right to their opinion. But if you did not like this movie, the fuck is wrong with you?
0: I'm sorry for you.
1: Because I mean, (laughs) in our opinion, because we agreed on this, in our opinion, because I can speak for us both. Yes. I feel like people who I've already seen saying they didn't enjoy it or they're like whatever about it is because they don't. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're one of these people, correct me. I don't care. May not understand that this movie, the point of this movie, wasn't about the killings. No. Wasn't about that. This was about his relationship with Liz. Yes. And to kind of bring to light that allure that he had. Because I know, especially when I first started getting into Bundy, even before the last doc that we covered, I was like, you know, I get he was attractive for the time, but I just I don't get it. So this, if you're one of those people, this movie's for you. It shows you that. Yes. Yes.
0: And I think that's like when I was watching it, I wasn't kind of expecting there to be some murder in the background. There eventually is a murder (laughs) one.
1: Yeah. But I feel like it's kind of refreshing, especially since the Bundy tapes did just come out, you know, kind of recently. So it's nice to have a different spin on it.
0: Well, yeah. And it's done by the same director, right? I think so. Or producer or something like that. It's the same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember.
1: But yeah, I liked that it was a little bit more of a fresher take on it and still something, though, substantial to bring to our, like, true crime community.
0: I like it because one of the things is, is they focus a lot on Liz and I think it has a lot to do with, like, her guilt that she had through this whole thing. And, like, the one I watched... For our Bundy episode. Like, they show her as like this callous, like, eh, whatever. But I like that one. I love Lily Colin. And Tara and I both agree that Lily Colin and Zac Efron need to get together mm-hmm. and make babies because they would be beautiful. Absolutely. If either one of you are listening, which I know you're not, but if you ever do listen, please make a baby together. It would be glorious. Right? Shit. <laughs> this
1: kind of humanized her a lot more.
0: I think it also humanized Ted and not in like a romantic like Ted's this wonderful person thing. Right. But I think what people often do is forget that serial killers are humans. I'm mm-hmm. not they have a duality to their life. The scene where he escapes and then he just kind of like puts a bandana on and is walking past a police car like Ted could disappear. I mean, that, that's how he got to Florida. Yeah. He was a chameleon for sure. Obviously, like. All of his, like, the escapes that he did in Colorado, they kind of make it seem like he's doing it for Liz, like he's trying to get to her. Because every time that would happen, you and I would be like, he better not fucking show up. That doesn't happen. (laughs) And there's some, like, inaccuracies in it Mm -hmm. and some things. But I think I liked this part because, like, when they're showing Liz, like, while he's in prison and, like, how she's trying to move on in life, like... I often thought or did think until this time I didn't really put any stock into it of how she moved on. Right. Yeah. I figured they broke up. All this happened. She was like, eh, he's a piece of trash. And then just moved on. I never really thought about, like, one, the guilt that she would have had or anything like that at all.
1: Yeah, it just I liked the flashbacks, too, of like when they first met and everything, because that just really showed like, well, this whole movie really just illustrates and highlights what a good manipulator he was.
0: And I think he genuinely loved her. I think he genuinely loved Liz because she was going to give him what he wanted in life. He wanted the wholesome family and they had that dream of the house and the car, and the dog, and they're just going to live happily ever after. But he had this darker side that he kept from her and did well. Because, I mean, you don't even really know what she really thinks of him until, like, when she goes to meet him in prison right before he is executed. Mm Mm-hmm. At the very end. Yeah. It's insane.
1: It's also chilling because it's just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm so glad I'm not fucking in the dating world because this would make me, like, not want to go near anybody. (laughs) Because it's just like, stay away. They show him as this, like, family man, like, he was so good with her daughter, so good with her, like, it's just scary, because we know what a monster he actually is, and, you know, she even says that at the end, like, you killed a child, and at that point, like, you know, her daughter was an adult, basically, late teen, but still...
0: Right. But at the time her daughter was very young, like the la- I think probably the last time Ted saw Molly, she was probably 10 to 12. Yeah, so I I assume that she was probably thinking like, "Holy shit, he could have done this to me." And I know that he says, "Not you, never you," mm-hmm. which kind of makes me think like if that's really true, if that was really the conversation that they had, then yes, I think that Ted loved her. I think Ted wanted to be with her and that he was with Carol Ann Boone because it was convenient for his storyline.
1: Oh, yeah. She was just a pawn and then got fucking pregnant. Like, I don't think he actually cared about her at all. (laughs) No. Like, he was just using her for his message on the outside. Yeah. Which you see that. You see him feeding her what to say
0: to the press. And I think, like, he was getting tired of her being there. Mm Mm-hmm. She's like, I can be your voice. And I think that's when he was like, oh, yeah, like she can be my mouthpiece because she desperately wanted to be with him to the point where it didn't matter. And like the weird thing is like when they are in Colorado or Utah or wherever and then like Carol Ann runs into him and Liz.
1: Yeah, Little Miss Stalker. Jesus. Yeah, they're going to try to adopt a dog. And conveniently, when, you know, he met her in Washington, <laughs> who's fucking there? This bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, you know, they run in. She runs into him there. And then guess who's in Florida coming to his rescue? Like, Jesus. Well, he calls her. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, she, you know, she comes down
0: like. Right. She's like, oh, Ted needs me there. Okay. I just think that Carol Ann, like, she fell in love with Ted years ago. I don't think she's not his type. He went for very attractive women. She was very plain. She was kind of like that overlooked secretary character in a movie. You know, like... hmm
1: hmm
0: The supportive best friend.
1: With the Coke bottle glasses.
0: <laughs> it's like, you go get your man. Uh-huh. That was her. <laughs> and I think he... Realized that he could manipulate her into doing whatever he wanted. And like the part where she tells him she's pregnant, like there's so much mixed emotion on Ted's face in this movie because it's like, it's not like overjoy. No,
1: I think the only reason he was excited was like, they can't fry a man who's gonna have a baby. Like I feel like that was his thought.
0: Also, I think he kind of saw it as a sign of good luck. Life couldn't be going this way if I'm going to have a kid type thing. And also, I think it was a way that Ted knew that she was never going to leave him. Right, right, right. Yeah. How Liz left him. Yeah,
1: because they were supposed to get married and all that.
0: Thank God that didn't happen. Or that she didn't have a little Bundy. Oh, Liz. Oh, Liz. So I want to talk about the unsung hero of this movie.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were team Haley. This whole fucking movie.
0: (laughs) The whole time. Like from the moment he picked up that phone and was like, Liz, you have a call? I was like, get her. Get her. Get her away from him. Because it it was very obvious they were going to like, you know, they're going to hook up. Yeah. And I was so happy because, you know what? He understood that she had issues. He understood that she had baggage. He stuck around to figure out what the baggage was. And he helped her through it. Because, like, Liz's character, she starts drinking heavily. She's kind of a little bit, I'm going to say, neglectful of her kid. Because, like, you don't see her kid anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that's how they paint it. So whether, you know, not saying
1: that's true, but that's how they paint it for the movie. Yeah.
0: I think they were also trying to show her that she'd become isolated. Mm -hmm. That she had become withdrawn. And so you can't really be that way around your kid. Right. So you have these, like... Moments where she's with her friends or with her boyfriend, and she's being truly vulnerable, and she's drinking, and they're calling her out on the crap, but she's like, look, I feel guilty. And, like, once she explains herself, you're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, because at first it's like, seriously, are you really this depressed that he's fucking about to get probably fucked? But nope, that's not what it was. It was because she wasn't sure. Like she was had that sliver of doubt if she was wrong. Like that was somebody she loved. That was someone she wanted to marry. So, of course, like you want to hope they're not really a monster. But he
0: was so. Well, and you have to look at it like this. Like the one of the very first things sh- he's talking to her about is like before he goes back to Colorado and he goes in to court, he tells her they already had my name hmm. And she's like, what do you mean they have your name? And I was like, because you fucking gave it to them, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like they haven't told that in the story yet. So if you have no idea, you'd be like, wait, who would tell? Like, why? I get why she'd have that guilt, because from that moment on, she's like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. He's there because I gave them his name. Right. And it's totally plausible that they have these horrific crimes that you know they have a guy in custody so i'm just they're just going to blame everything on him now i've said it before about mr ted bundy he should not have been a driver he always got caught in a car like not one of his like if he just made the conscious decision to never drive again he might still be among us
1: scary enough yeah that's true yeah the movie obviously tweaked
0: how uh those encounters went but they
1: still Showed them both, you know, because that's how he got caught both fucking times. So, yeah, like scary as that is, if he was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna take the bus and just keep taking the bus <laughs> or walk. He might be fucking walking around today and went to Canada. Oh, yes, because that was one of the plans. He wanted to run away to Canada with Liz. With
0: Liz in Canada. But um, one of the things that irked me is that they had him back in a VW bug in Florida. It's like, no, he had a van. Right get the details right shit yeah you had all his confession tapes sir how did you get this wrong right fuck but you know they're gonna tweak stuff Ugh. and then
1: oh my god sheldon
0: you and i both had the same reaction we were like sheldon
1: i think a lot of people will because that's been his role for 12 years like i'm sure he's done some other stuff but personally big bang theory is the only thing i've seen him in so you know
0: he was in the new Muppet movies.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched those, so. You're
0: like, shut up, Jessica. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. You have a out. kid. How have you not seen them? <laughs> I don't know. She don't ask to watch that. I'm going to send it to her now. Great. <laughs> and you're going to have to watch it. <laughs> no. You're sh- fucking welcome. She can fucking watch
1: it in the living room, and I will just
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, and little one, your mom has to watch this with you.
1: <laughs> oh, God, she would. But yeah, um, I thought he did a great job, too. With that role, like, obviously he's a talented actor, but I was just like, I was so happy when I knew he was going to be in that movie because I love him. And beautiful.
0: (laughs) So beautiful. If you don't agree that Zac Efron is the most gorgeous man ever, get out. I was talking about Jim Parsons doing a good job. My bad. I forgot. Jim Parsons is also a beautiful man. Jessica just loves some Zac Efron a lot, I do. I do.
1: But no, I thought, I mean, everybody, I felt like everyone did a really great job.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. The acting was really great. I know it's I know it's not doing so well on like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that. But I think a lot of it's because a lot of people were expecting it to be heavily on the violence and then it wasn't. I
1: think they thought it was going to be like the last time there was a Ted Bundy movie, but Mm -hmm. obviously like when you're done even if you're one of those people that's like i didn't like this movie just like sit there and think about it like liz was the focus so you know like it's kind of from her perspective so of course like they're not going to show all those murders and everything because she didn't know about
0: them and she didn't experience them and the Mm -hmm. only one that they show is the one that she asks him about
1: yes Yep, because that fucking cop. And I don't
0: know if that happened in real life or not. I have a feeling it did because I think they were really trying to get Liz to be on their side. And I think because they knew if, if what they're saying is true, they had records of people he was calling and they knew he was calling her. And I mean, it's a smart move to show up. And be like, mm-hmm. you need to know what's really happening. Because also, if he had gone, because there's a chance he could have gone back to her. Right. He could have, when he escaped Colorado, he could have gone and gotten her. And they could have gone to True, yeah. fucking Canada like they had talked about. So I want to say that my favorite part of this is that the end. When she goes to see him, and the movie starts out with the scene where she's sitting there and he comes in and he's all happy to see her. and then this is where the movie ends. She keeps asking him, like, "Did you do it? Did you do it?" And he's like, "No, I didn't do it. No, don't you believe me?" And she's like, "Yeah, but there's like seven detectives out there waiting to like take your story, and he's like, "I have to tell them some sort of truth to save my life." And at first, you're like, "Wait a second, is that what he did?" Until, see, when he escaped and was going to Florida, the detective showed up and hands Liz an envelope that says "confidential" on it. Yep, that she does not open for ten years. Which is like how, like, mm-hmm. I, I would have put it on my table and been like, ten seconds later, ripped it open. There wouldn't have been there wouldn't have been ten minutes. <laughs> Mm-mm.
1: No, I think for me, like, I definitely would have opened it and it's just like if that happened to like obviously if she had had opened it back then you know maybe she wouldn't have suffered as badly maybe i don't know but i think it was just like it was very spot on because like when he the way he was acting and being like i suppose it was animals or da 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 like that's exactly how he was talking in those interview tapes with those reporters like ugh. but it's just chilling because he just you know she keeps poking at him she keeps poking at him because she knows
0: he's full of shit well, and I think one of the things that she's trying to do is absolve her own guilt is that he's mm-hmm. not in. Oh, that's why she was there. Right? Yeah. Like her, like in her, in his mind, she's there because she loves him, but she's truly there to be like, I need to be able to walk away knowing that I put a man behind because she did. Ultimately, Liz is the reason Ted Bundy is off the streets and isn't killing because I honestly think that because of his personality, he never would have been on a list. Right. And I think he got very comfortable knowing that he was this good looking guy and that people, you know, they were like the fact that when he gets pulled over, he gets out of the vehicle. That's a cocky move. Mm -hmm. That's saying, you ain't going to come fucking get me. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to chat and then I'm going to go. Yeah, because like before he gets arrested when they see the fucking murder
1: kit, he's all like, let's just not worry about the ticket or whatever. You know, let's not write that.
0: It's fine. Like just because he brings her up. Yeah, he brings like, oh, I'm going to get engaged and, you know, I would really appreciate if I didn't get a ticket so that I could afford to buy a ring. Mm -hmm. Which I could totally see a cop look at this nice looking young man and be like, oh, he just wants to, you know, have the American dream. Mm -hmm. And he's a law student. Yeah, I think that was that
1: just captured it. And, you know, I even read some stuff too. people complaining like back when they announced it was going to be Zac Efron. And I'm like, no, he's perfect for how Bundy was because Bundy is described as like this. So like wholesome. And attractive man and, you know, just like everyone, all the girls wanted to, like, be around and all that shit. So it's like they had to pick somebody like that. Hello?
0: Couldn't pick the sketchy guy who's always playing a villain because Mm -hmm. what you needed to see is that Zac Efron has that smile. Like, Mm -hmm. he has that, like, hey, how are you, boy next door? Like, I'm such an innocent little person. (gasps) Hi. Smile. And that's what Ted Bundy did. And one of the things I liked is Ted always looked into the camera. And now I think it's like, are they saying that he was looking at Liz? I feel like that may have been
1: the movie's take on it. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't know if that would exactly be it. I think it was because he loved the attention. So he was like, I'm gonna address them directly and quote unquote give the people what they want because that's what he fucking thought because you know there's that comment of him like signing his fucking
0: mug shots and shit so. I am more popular than Disney World. Yeah. It's like well Ted you're popular because you shot someone not because you bring happiness to millions of people. No,
1: you killed many people that's why you're fucking here and everyone's terrified.
0: But that's the thing is that these, like, women were terrified, but they showed up and, like, you could tell that those were the type of women who would have been, like, they'd have traded anything for a night with Ted Bundy. Gross. Yeah. He had a lot of groupies and it's just disturbing as fuck. I think, like, there was a lot of women who felt like what they were, like, what they were saying he couldn't do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He couldn't be the guy who killed these girls. It has to be some other guy out there with gross teeth. <laughs> And that was, yeah, that was another
1: scene that was obviously like dramatized because that didn't happen. No,
0: <laughs> if you're watching if you're watching it and you're like, what? They rush it. into that's not what happened. They took him to a dental office. They explained everything that was going to happen. But it was definitely again, I think it probably was a story that he wrote to Liz because I'm thinking a lot of the things that are happening because she keeps getting letters. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Like, there's a moment where, you know, Haley Joel Osment's, like, in the kitchen cooking breakfast or something, and there's a letter from him to her on the counter, and it's been opened. So I'm thinking that a lot of the ways that we're seeing things are from Liz's perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think, like, you're right. This is from Liz's perspective, and I think that's one way to sensationalize it is Mm -hmm. that – because who knows? He may have just thrown away that picture that Molly drew him. True, And he could be like, I have nothing because the warden or the sheriff or whoever the hell that guy was came in and I think it was the sheriff ripped up my
1: um, my room, my cell. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He he ripped up my picture that Molly drew me because like it's, when you see it, like if you didn't know that Ted Bundy killed people, you would completely believe his story. Oh, Absolutely. Completely. And so he was like, that's a thresher shark. And its tail is as long as its body, like totally innocent. And then he's just like, don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. And like tears it off the wall and rips it up and then throws it at him. And then they come rushing in and they're like taking pictures of his teeth. And that's not how that happened. Yeah, He was basically like, yes, he was yanked from his cell and taken to a dentist.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's a movie, so they're going to tweak stuff. But... I feel like overall they did a really good job because like obviously sometimes with these kind of movies, they're like way in left field with stuff, but I felt like they tried to stay true to it. And I liked I liked when they rolled in the credits that they had like some of the actual footage. So that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Well, because you think about it. He they had that for their other movie. Yeah. 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 And I think that the reason why they had to stay kind of truer to story is because They just did the other tapes.
1: I mean, I'm glad they did. Like, I feel like if they tried to go, like, totally crazy with it or whatever, it would have tanked.
0: Netflix probably wouldn't have even bought it, you know? And they paid, like, a fucking pretty penny.
1: Yeah. I'm glad Netflix got it. That was cool, because we got to see it, I feel like, a lot sooner. I'm
0: glad Netflix got
1: it. It made my life easier. (laughs) Oh, I loved
0: it. Right. And it was great, because Tara and I watched it on Rabbit together.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: so yay, technology. <laughs> yeah, because we said that we watched it together, but didn't explain how. And people are probably like, are they together? Not quite.
1: Not yet. Not yet. Still not got a few yet. weeks.
0: But on yeah. Rabbit,
1: because, you know, super, super easy. Mm-hmm. What other parts did you like of the movie, Tara? I mean, the whole court thing was, like, very well done. I liked the guy who played the judge. <gasps> John Malkovich. He was really like perfect for that I thought because it's just like it just really encaptured it because I was thinking about it too like when I was watching it yeah we have like some of the footage and stuff that we've seen but it's just like man to have been in that courtroom the whole time the
0: whole time
1: but yeah I liked the court scenes I just liked it overall and I just feel like as I'm just like watching a movie in general like it did great on like pulling all kinds of emotions out of you as a viewer
0: oh definitely
1: you know, because it's like you're pissed, you're rooting for this, (laughs) for Haley, (laughs) and, you know, like, just right. all of these different emotions and it's like you know especially you know I feel like most people who are watching this or you know even listening to this you know who Ted Bundy is and mm-hmm. you know that he's a monster so it's just you got all kinds of emotions sparking and I just always love that in movies I just I don't know I really enjoyed it and it's not what a lot of people expected but I feel like for Ted Bundy it's kind of what we needed to see because we've seen plenty of everything focused a hundred percent on the murders and all of that and And then I also actually what my favorite, favorite part was. I'm really glad that they included the known victims names at the end.
0: That was good. See, I like that because it's very respectful. I think one of the things you were talking about the judge, which sparked a thought Mm -hmm. for me. I liked him. I liked the judge in real life, too, because that guy who like he looked at Ted and he was very honest and he said, look, you are a bright young man. You know, you just took a wrong turn. And I think that was the moment, like, what I really liked about that is they did a close up of Zach's face. And when he's saying that, like, Ted is starting to cry because he's literally being sentenced to death. Yeah. And I think he knew that if he had gotten help, he probably would have been a very successful lawyer. Ted Bundy may have been somebody completely different. And I think that's why, like, mental illness is a huge thing. And this is a form of mental illness. Like, he's a monster and he has these, like, he he was a monster. He had these urges that he couldn't control. But had maybe he got help as a child, he may have been able to sort that out and not have turned to violence to fill the hole in his life he was missing.
1: Absolutely. I agree. It's definitely one of those things, again, that seems like a common theme with a lot of these... Um, serial killers and murderers that we talk about is things could have been different for some of them a lot of them if they had had that help but you know like that's a common theme like right their childhoods start out shitty and then just everything kind of snowballs from there in a very tragic way
0: and i think for ted like the fact that he he keeps talking about what he wants, like because he talks about it with Liz and then later on with Carol Ann, mm-hmm. he's like, I want the house, the car, the dog. And my favorite is Carol Ann was like, I'm allergic to dogs. <laughs> Too bad, bitch, we're getting a dog. Right. <laughs> and that was really his face was like, Well I don't give a shit. Because that was his plan with uh Liz and I think mm-hmm. I honestly think that had Ted gone free, he may have gone back to Liz.
1: Oh, yeah, he would have definitely tried, even if she was like, fuck you, get the fuck away from me. He
0: still would have tried. But the way that this particular movie portrays it, that I think she, like, if this is depicting it correctly, she would have gone back.
1: Yeah, if he had gotten off
0: or whatever, like, because she believed him. Because you see that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, even at the end, like, when she's asking him, like, did you do this? It's like... She wants to believe that he did it. You could tell. Yeah. And that's, I think, why she keeps pushing, like, did you really do this? I think part of it was not just, like, because she was calling his bullshit, but because she really wanted him to be innocent and be able to say, like, I think that this is a mistake. But mm-hmm. basically, when she shows him the picture, which is of a, like, beheaded corpse, and she's like, that was, like, an epic scene. And oh, my get God. get it, Lily Collins. yeah, She just takes that photo out. We haven't seen it yet. And she just fucking slaps it to the glass and is like, what happened to her head? And both Tara and I were like, what did happen to her head?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they had take a minute, you know, to keep it out of frame. And then they briefly show it real quick. Right. And oh, my God, this was like such a chilling part.
0: And I'm pretty sure it's the like an a- the actual mm-hmm. crime scene photo.
1: Oh, yeah. It's just oh, it's very graphic. But I'm saying like the part too, even after that. When he answers her and how he answers her.
0: And he's just like, I don't know, maybe animals scavenged and did that to her.
1: I can't think of no lie right now. Fuck. Right.
0: And she's just like, no, Ted. No, they don't do that. <laughs> she's shit. like, they don't do that. Like, and then she's like, tell me, tell me. And he's like looking at her. You could tell it's like he wants to tell her the truth, but he knows the second he tells her the truth, she's gone. Right. And so he never actually tells her out loud. Nope. What they show is that the window is really dusty, and he just writes the word hacksaw in the dust. And that's when we see teeny, teeny bits of that murder. It's just that one. So if you were like, I wonder how much murder is in this the movie, if you haven't watched it, it's just one. Yeah, it's not very much. And that's because it's what she knows.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think that that's a really good reason to not have it because of how they how they did the movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Overall, what would you rate this movie? Thumbs up? Thumbs up. Yes, me, me too. That's what Netflix does now. They don't do stars anymore, so. Thumbs up from us. Yes. So yeah, we really enjoyed this movie so we just really wanted to sit down and i'm going to edit my butt off all weekend for this so it will be up Mm -hmm. for you you will be hearing this on may 6th and uh i'm sure as soon as you see in the title you'll know what we're talking about so it's all good but yeah let us know what you guys thought Mm -hmm. on our episode announcement posts we'd like to kind of turn those into discussion posts so any episode you know, feel free to drop your guys's thoughts. We love getting feedback and hearing your input on whatever topic. So yeah, let us know one if you've watched it and what you thought about
0: it. Yes. Particularly if you didn't like it. Tell us why you didn't like it. Don't be like, I just didn't like the movie. Like, let us know because it might be something like a point of view that Tara and I don't have. So Mm -hmm. we would be totally open to discuss that
1: yeah absolutely yeah that's that's my biggest thing because like so far because you know it's like so fresh like it came on today it's just people being like i just didn't like it i didn't like it and that's it like but why but why but i'm not gonna ask strangers but why but i'll ask you guys but
0: why it's because they all like murder junkies i guess but you
1: know that's not what this was about but anyways, um, that's really all we had for this episode. Uh, Thank you guys so much. There will be a promo insert here after our outro music. So be sure to stick around and listen to that. Wait a minute. What? Come back probably Thursday because we got a top secret bonus series starting <gasps> for you guys. Thursday.
0: Bonus series? What? No, not us. Not us doing something nice (laughs) for our listeners because we love them. Yes, we will be having a top secret. Top secret.
1: Two months worth, basically. Mini side series coming up.
0: Damn, it is eight months. It is two months. Eight months. Jesus, no,
1: not that that much. No. Yeah, it essentially is going to equal out to eight-ish weeks. So, yeah. You guys will be getting extra episodes because if you know, if we end up being a little quiet on social media over the next couple weeks, it's because Jess and I are traveling. So we just wanted to record some extra stuff just in case, but we are going to do our best to hang out and say hi and do all our regular posts that we normally do. So yeah, you guys keep your ears out for another episode on Thursday. So we'll see you then. With that, now we really will sign off. Bye guys. Bye. My name is Toby. I'm one of the hosts of the Secret Transmission Podcast. We do a satire show all about conspiracies, UFOs, the paranormal, cryptozoology, true crime, and much more. Our show was transmitted to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and many other podcast apps.
0: You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret
1: Transpod. We hope you come listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. <laughs> Thank you.